0: Hey, brother, Maz Xavier. Oh, shit, there's a countdown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, There's too much technology happening right now. That's the problem. Hey, bro, it's a problem until it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see how this turns out. We're going to see how it turns out. I'm excited, though. I'm excited. I feel like I feel like every week we come where we're trying different things to be able to increase the quality of this, and I hope the the audience can appreciate that and see that.
1: It's all for y'all. That's all it's for, really, you know. We don't like technology. We'll be cavemen talking to each other in a cave. But we trying to bring this to you the best way we could, you know what I mean? We got to give the people what they want. Yes, sir. We out here.
0: We got to give the people what they want, man. And what the people want, Maz Xavier, is more of the All The Way Live podcast. So we welcome absolutely everybody for joining us today on this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, man. This is... Always a pleasure to come here on this mic and chalk things up with you, my brother, my best friend.
1: Back again. They tried to stop us. They don't know that. We ain't gonna tell them too much about that. But we back. Couldn't stop us. For sure. For sure. You know, there's a lot of obstacles that have to
0: be, that have to be overcome on a weekly basis in order to be able to get those content out on the time that we say we're gonna do it every week. And, you know, we've, we've been true to our words
1: since since we said it, man. See? For y'all. I'm going to just keep pointing out everything that we do for y'all just so y'all can show love, man. It's about to be Valentine's Day. We're supposed to be about love anyway. We're going to point out all the reasons we love y'all and all the things that we do just for y'all. And one of the
0: things that we do just for y'all is put together carefully curated shows, man. And how we've broken those shows down is into three different sections. That is, stumble upon, current news, and recommended and review. Now, stumble upon, me and Miles break down things, thoughts, and ideas that have inspired us, caught our attention... Um, over the week these are things that we find to be dope to to talk about we bring that to you and we chop that up and this week there's clearly people want to understand and hear us talk about all of this jewelry in the hip-hop industry namely some people implanting diamonds in the middle of their head
1: this ain't that new though females been doing like the little stud things i remember they was doing back dimples this ain't that new you see and with that type of
0: insight <laughs> from my co-host miles xavier <laughs> you can tell we got a good show and then from there, we go to current news now on current news we take what's at the very top of the news thermometer and we bring that down and this week we're going to be touching on jeff bezos Stepping down from Amazon. What does that mean? What well, we think about it. We got some insight, in, some interesting takes on that that I'm excited to be able to talk about with you. And then last but not least is recommended and review. Now, this part of the show personally is my favorite, but is where we get to interact with with y'all, man,
1: people. My feet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna catch it, bro. Uh, like, nah, you just said it all weird. I was about to say, like, look at what we bring out, all these things, but then you was like, the people. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, we're not trying to mind <laughs> control the people to say the Twilight Zone. So what up, people?
0: Hey, uh, man, the people.
1: <laughs> all for the people.
0: That's the name of the episode. All for the people. All for the people. So, recommended and review. That's when we get to interact with y'all, man. This is where we take any um, recommended um, things that are suggested, things that we should watch from the the crowd, man, for the people. So, y'all guys, please hit us up. Let us know anything that you think we should talk about. Hit us up on any of our DSPs, which is where you can find the show. Don't forget to subscribe, share, like, comment, review, and everything else that people, you know, do these days, man. Yo, speaking of which, actually, Uh, there's like... A very serious i don't want to call it algorithm war but there is a very serious change in the way these algorithms on these platforms are doing i don't know if you've noticed that speak on it like on instagram for instance right it was brought to my attention that you, the simple the simple algorithms that it would take to be able to get your content uh, reposted and on the explore page which is you know where where all the hot stuff is there's a whole algorithm that you have to go to and it was broken down to me in this way and I exaggerated not okay. Maybe I exaggerated a bit, but you have to post 10 times. You have to post 10 stories a day. You need to do two pictures a week. You need to do five somethings a day. You need to, essentially you have to be using very rigorously. All of the tools that Instagram puts out. And that's the only way to be able to get your, your content, like
1: consistently reposted. Wow. You know, it, it doesn't surprise me that there's something like that in place, but what, I mean, also doesn't surprise, surprise me, but never ceases to amaze me, is your willingness to take on, for this podcast, all the responsibilities that are required to take this to the next level. And I'm just so proud of you for doing the homework on this, figuring out what the issue is, and jumping ahead of it. I'm just overwhelmed, as you can see, as you can hear. You know, Miles, oh, Xavier, I, mean, I appreciate I,
0: you appreciating how much I carry the load for this podcast, you know.
1: It it's it been so-, so much to me. Thank you. Yo, <laughs> look like, at what, you what he know. does for the people. Look at what he does for the people. People, look, this is a gift. All right? Let's just take a moment to accept this <laughs> gift of content. <laughs> Listen, my Capitan. Wait, <laughs> hey, man. Just hold on, man. Just let it, just let it soak in for a second. That you gonna do this for us?
0: Yo, I've been so trashed on that, man. I gotta come clean. Look, people, we're we're working progress. Right? listen. We didn't say we're perfect. We said we're trying. <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're trying. <laughs> but that being said, you know, not to not to completely skip over that. But like, I think it's um, it's very interesting because I think that's where. It, people are now going to migrate based on this where content is easily uh, where the contents are, at least let's say the algorithms are more fair. You know, you hear people complaining on Spotify too, that to get onto those playlists, it's all payola
1: where a free market is what people were hoping it would be. So I think, first of all, it's important to just acknowledge that it's I think this podcast especially puts a, a a priority on quality over quantity. Right. And so 10 stories a day, two pictures a day, if that's what, like, you know, that's the type of stuff that you have to do to build a following and to just get your content out and visible, then that's something that we can definitely work in, but I think it's important. I think it's more important for us to develop the quality of the content so that there are 10 quality things readily available. Rather than trying to fill ten story slots a day with something and hope that it's good you know what I mean so i'm I'm cool with uh, content first and then to match the number so as much as you know it's funny to like say that you know I don't want to I don't want to do that because of who I am as a person and 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 because I feel like that generates a lot of fluff um, I do think that there's also a rhyme and a reason and a way to do that in a way that not only reflects the values and the quality of content this podcast wants to put out but also the patience that we both have in building things that we care about for
0: sure taking the conversation even you know bigger than our podcast in particular i think it it has an interesting impact and let's say an interesting effect on the type of content that we see that do come out from the various podcast channels that we do follow and things like that. A lot of them are, t- are turning very gossipy and turning very clickbaity. And it does to an extent dilute the value, the the, the true value of the product, you know, and it's it's always going to be a tight line to rope, but it, it's, it was just something very fascinating that, that I came upon. And I, and I think it, It speaks to the options that creators have and how to be able to, to, to create true content without having to adhere to all of the, all of these nonsense, social media algorithms and everything like that. It's going to be interesting to see where, where, where that takes on, where that goes.
1: I think a lot of people do have beautiful, (laughs) wonderful things to contribute. Right. And I, and I think we're trying to all funnel that through very few sources, YouTube, Instagram, right? Like people who are artists, people who are directors, people who are animators, people who are, you know what I mean? And it all gets funneled through. So there's such an overwhelming sea of content there that on one hand, you need the algorithm to sort through it for you to even be able to find anything that you care about. Uh, But on the other hand, it does mean that people who are genuine artists in a lot of ways or who don't care about anything algorithm related and just care about the art that they're making do have to do always get pushed toward what's popular even this podcast we've had conversations about not wanting to do current events but finding uh more and more that one current news lends toward things that we can speak on in a in a, in a good way but also too that there is just kind of this force that pushes you to to chase you know, in order to build momentum, uh, everything that is already a movement, everything that's already a trend, uh, trending topic. Yeah, and it it
0: makes me think about the, it makes me think about the matrix, you know, how all of us are end up just becoming these, these data, these lines of data, and it all seems so obscure when it first came out. But truth, truth be told, is that we're our our identification on the data sphere and the internet, which is essentially the world at this point, is an algorithm based on our preferences, really, that's the entire perfect purpose of the algorithm is just to be able to get you into a state of staying on your phone, either purchasing, buying, engaging, clicking, that is the entire purpose of that algorithm. And I think what we're seeing is a lot of these content houses, essentially adhere to that and adhere to the fact that you need to feed the algorithm with these datas and you need to post this amount of times you need to repost you need to engage in this way and, and it does dilute the content but i do think that there is a movement towards quality content I, I have a full belief that people are are really really wanting to go into quality you know and so i think the cream is always going to rise to the top baby
1: I think that's true over time. I think what, what we're seeing right now is people, like I was saying, I don't think Instagram is necessarily the right framework for all of these different creators. And so I think we've seen other apps start to kind of approach the, the level of influence that Instagram has as, as startups like TikTok, but that's even shorter form content. Uh, I think things like Patreon and if we want to get into the conversation of Joe Budden moving to Patreon, if we're going to talk big business news on this podcast, black business news on that podcast on this podcast, I think we can got to love it. But I think, um, yeah, I think as I think, as you see, people that desire is going to have to continue to boil over until it's clear that Instagram is no longer the platform and somebody else has the ability to build something that is a better house for long form content of various kinds.
0: Yeah, yeah. And speaking of people that keep producing content, a rapper put a diamond on his head this week, and the people want us to to break that down. That was that was hot news on the streets. Twenty four million dollars in Lil Uzi's in the middle of Lil Uzi's head. What I found interesting about it is Give it every time t- every time I'd go to these different, uh, you know, we do research right on, for this podcast. So every time I go to these different news outlets and whatnot. Just the way that they describe, an uh, like, unknown rapper. <laughs> it's like, yo, just, just one. I was like, I do not need to know about Lil Uzi's Diamond on CNN. I do not need to know about that.
1: That's interesting. What was your first uh, reaction to it when you saw it? What did it, what did you think? You know, I mean, you, I, I don't want to say that you automatically judge people, but like, what do you... What no, I just, judged it. Yeah. I what judged you, it. I thought it was stupid. You thought it was stupid? I for was stupid. safety reasons or for, like, just gaudy reasons or...
0: Chief among them for safety reasons. I'm like, fam, rappers rappers are getting killed for way less. That is, that is just irresponsible is what my initial reaction was.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's... There's just something to be said about the irony of, of rap bars that kind of permeate the culture. And for somebody to put that amount of money on their own head in this time is just a little bit ironic on, on the nose, on the forehead. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy, man. People talk about like the Simpsons, uh, predicting, uh, you know, different events that have happened over, over time. And, and, this is there's a Rick and Morty episode where he gets this crystal and plants it on the middle of, of his forehead, and it looks super similar. And I just think it's, yeah, everything. Life is becoming a cartoon in so many ways, but not a not a kids cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's X rated, and dudes are dying. Yeah, this is some Adult Swim shit that we're seeing right now. Uh, and everywhere. I, To me, I saw that and I was like, bro, of all the things that you could do with $24 million, put it on your face. And it's just like, hey, look, man, I'm not I'm not, I I don't I want to always check myself from ever counting anybody else's pockets. But it's also just like a thing of like, look, man, I don't know how much, I don't know how much charity you do. I don't know how much, I don't know how much joy that 24 care that $24 million thing in your head brings you, but like, I know people in so many ways that could use that, that could do something with that. You know what I mean? Like a piece of that, a fraction of that, a carrot of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a statement, but I took the statement also as kind of like, fuck anybody who could use this money
0: you see i didn't take it that way and actually i don't fault anybody for making investments like that right because the reality of it of it is it's an expensive diamond piece i'm sure it's appraised very well i'm sure that you know the 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 value of that piece is going to go up if anything by virtue of the fact that he's that he's that he's bought it right i mean uh rich people have been collecting diamonds and purchasing jewelry for investment purposes and for jewelry purposes for a very long time we look at the uk i mean the queen has a massive massive emerald on her on her head you know what i'm saying so i did not i was not mad at it for its purchasing value again we do not know how much charity people do and on this podcast what we always say is that look do do the charity that satisfies you just as long as you're doing something now maybe you know what i mean it's it's different in that way it's all to say just from a, a, a irresponsible point. It's like, bro, this is this is such a dangerous time for rappers. They're 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 shooting real killers. <laughs> and you're gonna put maybe a, yeah, a job on your head.
1: Maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's like maybe part of why I took it as such a slight to people who could use it is that like it's almost as if you don't know how hungry the streets are. It's almost as if you haven't it hasn't been demonstrated over the last eighteen months and beyond. How desperate people are, what desperate situations people are finding themselves in, like, and that being a rapper does not protect you at all from that. So I think part of it was like, almost a a deep seated like, bro, like why why would you now if I watch you get kid, now if, two weeks from now if somebody tried to pull this thing off of your head and you died, right? Like now how now you making me feel conflicted about this and I shouldn't even have to be going through this, but you're a black man. And it's like, why did you do this to yourself? Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? But in the dumbest way, like, I just don't, we don't, I don't need that. I don't need to see that. And this looks like part one of a, of, of a two part sad ass story.
0: Yeah. It's sad how we're getting a lot of those coming up recently, but with let's, let's, Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Hold on, it's come back. It's come back. It's come back.
1: (laughs) And it was such a good point, too. It
0: was such a good point, too.
1: This is something that we want to appreciate y'all for having patience with us as we get ready to bring you back the fire content that my boy just remembered. I just remembered it and forgot it again. (laughs) You never know what you're gonna get on this podcast. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, you gotta stop talking before it leaves my head again. You gotta
0: stop talking before it leaves my head again. I was actually gonna touch on the 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 reality of having the reality of having a lot of yes men around you, right? Because like that's definitely a thing as well too, where you can create yes. this world and bubble around you yes. and have, have people that just simply go by and agree with that if If I propose that to you, like, hey, Miles, I'm going to come through and I think, bro, I'm invest $24 million in this this diamond piece I'm going to put in the middle of my head, that would be a very hard one to be able to to
1: get past you. Yeah, no. Uh, I'll be like, hey, bro, where you going to live? People put diamonds in what? In safes. You know what's on your forehead? Not a safe. Matter of fact, that is unsafe. Don't do that. (laughs) I'll try to break it down to you as logically as I could.
0: Don't do that. Yeah, but also, like, let's not forget, if if we move away from just the conversation of just that particular gaudy piece of that particular gaudy piece of, of jewelry, and you look at the, the history and lineage of, of jewelry, you know, just this very loud obscene jewelry is something that is a cultural, there's, there's, there's cultural background to that, right? And it's important to to point that out as well, because it's, Although there's there's personal preference, there's something to be said about things that have been practiced before you, right? I mean, the oldest piece of jewelry they found in the southern tip of Africa is, is seventy five thousand years old. That's beautiful.
1: And I seventy five thousand years old. So, I think it's beautiful, bro. That anytime anybody that is you know rich and famous uses that. Uh, the freedom that that financial stability can provide to get in touch with their heritage in whatever way. And if this had been something that we saw him walking around with or maybe we saw in a music video that was was on his head and people started to speculate and then found out how much it was, then it would be like, oh, okay, maybe that's different. Maybe he was doing this. Maybe that's just a piece that he really liked and maybe it does mean something to him. But this was a rollout. This was a look what I just copped. This is how much it costs. Yeah, if they ain't get off my head, I might die. No, I ain't worried about that. It oozes everything we were talking about in terms of that, just that push for attention. The the economy of attention, right? And and even to the and even to the true, in the truest sense, an economy mm-hmm. of attention, as you said, him making that it look like you just dropped weed. got sad to see. <laughs> <I just> <laughs> just did, oh, I'm so sad, it hurt my feelings Sad as shit, I was like, I know that's sad <laughs> It's like, I wanna keep listening, I wanna keep hearing your story But all I'm thinking about is that that's part of me now Oh dude, you do not know how
0: angry what you're talking about is, please go on sir Oh dude Ah, what was I saying? Uzi, uh... <laughs> the... need for attention of the economy for attention. And you're wait, right about that. So. Wait, wait, yeah,
1: in, in the truest sense, the economy of attention, as you were saying, that if he, by buying the piece, people, uh, it, it might increase in value just because of the attention it, that's been brought to it. He owned it. You know what I mean? Like, an economy of attention, I think, is an important thing to just let resonate. Indeed, indeed. All right, and just need. watch out. A- <laughs> watch out for the
0: for the sun on your on your head the all right perfect man perfect well the uh, kudos to that man kudos oh, to that, that man hey yo <laughs> if we're getting into the current news section now man the current news section jeff bezos will resign as chief executive of Amazon. Now we're pulling this information straight from the Guardian, which says Jeff Bezos, billionaire founder of Amazon, will step down.
1: he' and... about to read.
0: Um, and and you know before I read, the real ceremony is to take my glasses off first and put them, put on, them back on as I'm about to read. Um, it's important to tell the fans that I am reading by virtue of Miles being illiterate.
1: That's true. That's true. And also, I do not have glasses because I'm also the ignorant type of person that would put them on even though he's reading. So I just have no privileges over here. (laughs) So Jeff
0: Bezos, billionaire founder of Amazon, will step down as chief executive, the company announced on Tuesday. Bezos, who will remain chief executive chair, will hand the reins to Andy Jassy, chief executive of Amazon Web Services, the company's fast-growing cloud computing business. Um, Bezos has stepped back from the day-to-day running of Amazon in recent years to pay more attention to his other interests, including space exploration and his ownership of the Washington Post. But his departure as chief executive was unexpected.
1: Hmm. Give it to him. I know you know what's going on. Because I looked <laughs> at the story and I said, hmm, I saw a man leaving a building with a bag. And so I would look and I touched my bag. I looked at the building I was in, and I realized I ain't in the same building as that man. Let me chill out. But I just saw a man leaving a building with a bag. What did you see? Hey, man, I'll, I'll I'll say it like this,
0: right? The first, let's first let's let's talk on the public perception that's come out, and it's only just to it's only just to let's say it's only just to invite a conversation that everybody's having, right? And that conversation is just. Uh, oh, he he stepped down. What's gonna happen to Amazon? Is not the boss. And even though like a lot of these things are rudimentary to explain to people, it's still important to be able to understand what. <laughs> mm, give him that sauce. This is this is
1: rudimentary.
0: <laughs> no, but Miles, it's important. It's important to address ignorance accurately, right? Because that's an ignorant statement to think that Jeff Bezos is no longer a decision maker or an active part of Amazon, right, which brings me actually to the conversation that and we to the conversation that we had we had had, which is the value of being able to operate multiple positions at the same time.
1: That is important. And it's important to, like, if you find a position that allowed that gives you the space a lot, like a lot of times in corporate, it's referred to as work life balance, right? you have one job that might be your main nine-to-five if you're fortunate uh, and that's able to support you, uh, then you might look to have the ability to, yeah, engage in some other things. Now, for a lot of people, uh, that one job is not enough, and so a side hustle becomes necessary, right? So uh, there's a variety of ways that you can do that. I think Uber is a huge one that people are starting to do. Um, People are starting podcasts. People are monetizing their content in a whole bunch of different ways. I got a homegirl that's um that's uh selling scarves. I got a homegirl that's OnlyFans. Yeah, that's another way that we that people is getting to it. I can read it. All face. You, She should have OnlyFans. But them scarves is popping too. Shout out to you. What up, Smart Cheek. Um <laughs> I think yeah man i think we're we're definitely i forgot what i was talking about man you had me you took me in a whole different direction bro. oh word i i, <laughs> I took you there i didn't i literally didn't say
0: anything you started diving into the only fast bag all by yourself that damn, i knew what you meant i, knew you meant. <laughs> I didn't be throwing down that deep rabbit hole but i think the point that you were getting to is you know the different ways in that people uh juggle side hustles and side jobs and whatnot
1: yeah i think an important yeah, the way that I was going to wrap that up is that um, figure out what you love. Figure out what you love to do and try and monetize that. Uh, I think that's what we're doing here with the podcast. Uh, I think there's a variety of ways that we're doing that. Uh, focusing around loving helping people and loving that helping people can help you get money if you do it if you do it the right way. Um, yeah. You know, it's enough to live and yeah, man. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to be supported by that. So get it how you live. Get it how you live. And turn what you do. Make people pay you for what you would do anyway. That sounds and, simple, but make people pay you for it. And what we'll be doing is bringing some
0: content that's true to Miles' heart and starting a Miles Xavier OnlyFans. So be sure to check that out at Miles right. underscore Xavier slash OnlyFans. He'll be doing all sorts
1: of things. Can you just break down to the people what your OnlyFans page exactly will will hold? Thank you for... for for that beautiful introductions way. I know a lot of you guys out there have Mm. been wondering Mm. how it sounds when I listen to like top Mm. four music and be thinking it's trash because I'm a music snob and I love all my underground shit. So what Mm -hmm. I'll be doing, I'll be recording my reactions to like Taylor Swift, uh, Mm. all types of, you know, just just, just, just what y'all love, man. And I'll just be shitting on it. So if you want to tune into that, uh, tune into my OnlyFans. Word. It ain't it ain't the only thing you'll be shitting on, Miles. Go ahead and tell him what else you'll be. <laughs>
0: That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'll be so... writing down all
1: of ways jokes and times he comes at me on the podcast, and I'll be shitting on Those notes right?
0: <laughs> Yo, but but to to take it back into what some of the some of the observations that I thought would be interesting to bring about is the the necessity at least what I'm seeing as the necessity of being able to hold multiple different positions at the same time, especially at an executive level, right? It's the, the, the multifacetedness, of being able to juggle things. I mean, taking it, you don't have to go all the way to the top tech people. There's those examples around us. So much like you have spoken about in a side hustle, that's the same thing, but just going to an executive level, you know, sitting on different boards, starting various companies. And then when I see Bezos do that, I think it's just a testament again, into the formula that it takes for, let's say that type of success, right? If that's the success that you're looking for, the ability to be multifaceted in that way is important. Now, I wonder if you are solely in corporate and we're seeing it now more because of lockdown that people have started their own side hustles and selling T-shirts and bakeries and, and anything like that and I fully support that. Um, but I think prior to lockdown being in corporate, it was
1: almost very difficult for people to be able to to do that. Yeah, I think it depends on well, I think we're we're going to be faced with a lot of new realities, right? Whatever new normal ends up looking like. And one of them is going to be that a lot of... I know at one point I was working for a corporate job that I very much wanted to work remote and very much felt like I could do my job completely remote. And they were very uh, anxious about allowing people to do that, although it was something that I think was getting pushed for by young professionals uh, that were entering the job marketplace. They were very hesitant to do that, I think, just because of an old system of wanting to have your employees there and visible and being able to observe that they're working, or at least pretending like you're they're working if you're their manager and you're walking by, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, and for some people, some people do need that office environment to stay focused and, and like that and prefer that. But I think the new reality that we're going to face is the fact that a lot of companies, the majority, I think, of, of major corporations that aren't manufacturing can do a, a lot. And even a lot of major manufacturers can do a lot of their corporate, a lot of their corporate structure can be moved completely remote. Um, and that's going to mean a lot for job transition and who's looked at in the pool of, of jobs. Um but it also means that, yeah, corporations have had to, are going to have to continue. I think to allow for that work-life balance in the ways that technology makes it possible. I think you can't put that genie back in the bottle at this point. So I think you're right. I think people's ability to explore those side hustles has increased during COVID, and I don't. And I, I think that will only continue to to expand. They'll try yeah. they'll try and snatch your time back, people. Watch out. But and I, I, I think. I like how you're pushing
0: how it's led by young professionals. And that's something that I'm a big advocate for, which is pushing the the unconventional work balance, you know, being able to occupy different, uh, different positions at the same time. And, you know, how to juggle that and balance that. I think it's important to show people that like that is possible to do like this antiquated system of you, you know, wake up go to your nine to five, go home, whatever. And maybe that is speaking from a place of privilege, you know. and maybe the privilege comes from being able to see the world in that manner, but it is a reality. And I do think that a majority of, a lot of people, that's the future for us. The future for us is a a open, massive commerce, global commerce where people are able to really have a life that they wanna have by being able to balance out all the things that they need to balance out and being able to sell things online in different places, you know we're seeing the 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 quick move into crypto and blockchain and all that that's all speaking to a greater bigger economy and i think that's dope man get people out of those offices
1: yo free the free the office people free the homies but i think uh <laughs> free the cast of the office i think it's uh it's you're circling around the word diversification, right? And I think that that works in an economic portfolio sense in terms of investing, but I also think that works in terms of um, streams of income, right? Uh, So not only should your investing portfolio be a stream of income, right? And not just letting your money sit and making it work for you, but you should also have multiple streams of income in addition to investing, try and find something in addition to your 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 whatever job you feel like is your primary um that brings the home the bacon right now i do want to acknowledge that there are a lot of people that work two jobs and don't like neither of them but got to mm-hmm. do both cuz it was the jobs that they could find you know what i mean yeah. and, and to y'all i would say salute um keep trapping and but but stay active you know i think again running to technology i think linkedin if you build up your profile build up your resume you'll get notifications for jobs in your lane that might be a positive move for you. So um, just keep hustling, keep pushing, uh, and know that you know you, you can do it. And, and, and know that, I think as we spoke a little bit about last week with GameStop um, and Reddit, that all of these financial instruments, investing is for you, buying real estate is for you, owning and not renting is for you, no matter who you are, you know what I mean? You might have to build to get there, you might have to grind to get there, you might have to work harder than a lot of people that you see that have what you want. But do that. Know that you can do it because none of this stuff is is not for us. They want us to feel like that, and they've kept us, they've kept it from us, and not taught a lot of us that aren't in that aren't old money a lot of these things. But it's all for all of us. Power to the people. Free to cast that office. (laughs) Yo, look for real
0: though. That whole LinkedIn portion of it, I think is dope. And if people don't know where to start with that, please, please, by all means, you know, look at. Go ahead, look at mine, copy mine if you like the way that it looks. Look at Miles, copy
1: miles if you like the way that, it, that, that it looks. That's what you should. that's what you should do. You should throw your out. Where though? Um we just add it. Just put it on the just link to it in the IG. We can put it in the the, the link in the description for a little bit. Just throw that up. I, think that would be I am the resume. What do people want to know? What do the people want to know? I told them right now. Hey, what hey, they want to... That's another way that we could do that then. We could do a video that's just like a 30 second rundown of your resume. That would be lit. I think that would be lit. And I think yeah. that would be a nice little, a small welcome mat for anything that might be coming very soon. Hey, and, and, and if anything wants to come soon, let it be known that
0: my brother Miles and I are quite, quite the corporate fellas. Mm-hmm. The fellas indeed. We do the corporate. <laughs> we're quite the corporate fellas corporate here corporate (laughs) over here corporate water (laughs) i know what i said about free the people out of corporate and corporates are evil and all of that no i said all that but that being said you know feel free to bring that corporate bag over to the all the way live podcast we know what to do with
1: those we do know what to do with those (laughs) and if you have a bag that you need in the hands of the people We the people will receive that bag, holla at us. You know what I'm saying? But I do think we should do, um, we should give them, give them a rundown of your resume. I think that would be lit.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, likewise, right? I think, I think what's important, like, let's be, let me speak on the value of our friendship, right? Is that it's, I have somebody who I can hold account, who I know holds me accountable by virtue of their actions. And where they're going and how hard they're working and the things that they're doing, right? And so I had a conversation with a friend earlier just and he was uh, earlier this week and they were talking about the the value of like real friendship, especially among men and, and a friendship that can push you and whatnot. And so it's definitely, you know, we've 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 worked very, very hard in, in this very short life that we've that we've lived. And I can and having Having a circle of friends that are equally pushing as hard and equally as as, as focused on, on the right type of accomplishments has been an absolute blessing for them, man. And and for that, we're you know we we are we're work we're doing what we love, and that's cool. And that's 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 the freedom part of it. That's dope. That's the biggest accomplishment. That's the biggest resume. Is that every day we wake up doing exactly what we
1: love. A thousand percent, thousand percent. And some yeah. days. Like I say, some days I'm Dame, sometimes you Jay, sometimes you Ho, sometimes it'd be all switched up, man. And I just be watching it grow and it's like it's amazing to to feel something progress and, and, and feel like you have a true co pilot in the sense that both how you wanna grow as a person and how you wanna grow professionally can be uh seamless. You know what I mean? And can and can just mm-hmm. can just flow and, and uh I think it speaks to what a lot of relationships could benefit from. And that's an understanding of like, hey man, some days you're gonna be the rudder of the boat. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna be just looking for land. And I'll tell you when I see land, but you got to kick. Some days I'm gonna be the one kicking and you're gonna be the one looking for land. You know what I mean? And it's just being able to have that exchange and understand that a relationship is not always 50-50 it bounces back and forth you know what i mean and, and i hope that people out there are inspired by the people that they surround themselves with because you will only get as far as the people that you hang out with for no reason
0: that's a fact that's a fact and i and i want to extend that that sense of community out to the, the people that listen to this podcast you know i think that's the whole purpose is to be able to build this community of people that are that are creatives that are, that are thinkers, people that are trying to change things and people that are, you know, living with a purpose and also in just genuine lovers of life, you know? And I think that's, that's the energy that we bring into, into this podcast on every episode. And I'm always glad, I'm always glad when I hear people come back and talk about the positive nature of this podcast, because that's all curated. So we all push each other and we get better. I mean, the fans are pushing us to get better with this content every week. Hey, bro. Hey, we we're on them.
1: We're going to keep giving it to them. We're going to keep giving it to them. See, I told y'all we was going to tell y'all what we do for y'all, man. We're going to keep bringing y'all this content. We're going to keep upping the ante on the quality, and we hope that y'all continue to rock with us, continue to be patient, continue to contribute to the conversations with your recommendations. And, you know, we appreciate Live Nation. You tuned into to any station, but we're glad that you're here rocking with us. Feels like vacation, just at work. This is, this is dope. Uh, can we get a gunshot one time? Can we get a gunshot? I think we can get one. I think we can get one. One for the squad. Hold up. One for the people.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Move it right along. Move it right along. We got recommended and review. Miles, Malcolm and the, Malcolm and Marie.
1: Was, this name is about to say Malcolm in the Middle. It was Malcolm five. in the Middle, Miles. Did you watch it? <laughs> <laughs> the fans are thank asking you us to review Malcolm in the Middle. Damn, what an old show. Yeah, man, what a throwback. Malcolm and Marie. Sam. Can I be honest? Tell me, dude. I don't know if I'm ready to see Zendaya all like that. I don't know if I'm ready to see that. I didn't watch Euphoria. I ain't not get no transition. She still looked little to me. I don't know if I was going to believe it, watch it. I didn't know. I feel weird, feel strange.
0: Yo, I'll, uh, first, you got to get over that. Uh, <laughs> you gotta get over that
1: <laughs> she gets real nasty in there huh uh,
0: not even bro not even it it, it really it, it
1: doesn't get nasty in that sense but what it does get is it looks very Fifty Shades of Brown in the trailer I'm gonna be honest with you
0: and I think the trailer is doing it disjustice I think the trailer is doing it a lot of disjustice I always like to go into something without seeing any expectations hearing anything so I can make my own comments and views about it and i think that is a brilliant movie i think that is a brilliant
1: movie can you expand on that a little bit without spoilers
0: yeah you see i'm trying to tiptoe around it but essentially let's let me speak on it from a technical point of view um from a technical point of view the way the movie is shot is brilliant the setting is, is the, the setting is great the, the the cinematography the cinematography that went into it in the way that it was shot and in the conversation that was put into there is very, very impressive. What I will find very interesting is that throughout the whole movie, I did not know who the director was and thought it was a black director and it turned out to be Sam Levinson, who's the same, who's the same dude that directed Euphoria, mm-hmm. right? I find that very, very interesting. You haven't seen Euphoria, but if you've watched Euphoria and you see that, I think what I can say without, without spoiling anything is that sometimes when you're watching a great movie, especially a movie that's that's trying to reach and and deliver something that is that is quite f- far out, or as Australians would say, far out. Far out. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you can see the trust that. The actress or the actor has with the director and the vision. And what you see in that display from Zendaya's performance is complete trust in the director. It's reminiscent to me of Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. And the same same extension of trust into doing something that is off kilter and out of the actress's comfort zone, but totally throwing themselves into it. And I think that's brilliant to see, man. John David Washington is next up.
1: I'm trying to go into this movie without expectations and then you compare it to Kill Bill.
0: (laughs) That's not even the only one I'm going to compare it to, too. Uh, Mo' Better Blues.
1: Wow. You putting it up there. You putting it up there. I'll have to give it a look. I'll have to give it a look. That's a... Yeah, that's one I'll have to find a way to take in. I don't know if I could just throw that on after the podcast and just watch that. You can. You, you definitely
0: you, nah it's too it's too bright outside for you. You need the lights off for that. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. I'll have to find the right atmosphere for
0: it. But I'll I... give that away. You need to find that. Um I was also gonna say the critics. The the review. It's been very interesting to see what the review has been from from people. People are the the reviews are, are, are mixed and matched.
1: Mm. What are the negative comments about not to focus on the negative, but I imagine the positive comments are a lot of the things that you said. Um, the acting, yeah. the cinematography, the directing. That it's um
0: that it's it's boring, that it's pointless, that it's it it it, it overlooks it, it, it feels like a black movie done. It feels like a black movie and it's directed by a white person. That's some of the gripes that people have had. And I don't wanna say any much more on that without like, you know, off tilting the, the balance of, yeah. off tilting like expectations, but that, those are some of the, 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 crit, the critics that they had on it. But that being said, it's a, I, I found it to be a fantastic, fantastic movie. And if you are, if you like cinema and you, if you like cinematography, and you are a fan of say uh, let's say conversation based films i think this might be something you'd be interested in also something great to be able to watch with the wifey but not on valentine's day don't watch it on
1: valentine's day <laughs> thank you for the heads up appreciate that thank you on behalf of the people the little things Talk to us. That's the, the new Denzel movie, right? We're not just going to skip over the fact that I'm the only one that watched this movie. Yeah, A, a movie starring Denzel Washington done came out and been out two weeks. I feel like it's a disservice to this podcast and to our Denzel Stanism to not have that you didn't watch it. So We are peak Denzel Stan. So apologies, um, Live Nation. Perfect. Right, apologies. Moving forward uh it's a really good i feel like anytime i'm talking about a movie on this podcast man i'm talking about a movie that i thoroughly enjoyed that i think would frustrate a lot of people um and maybe that's just my taste i love the ending of the sopranos i love uh i'm i'm a fan of ambiguity i'm a fan of movies that don't give you the whole puzzle that that put most of it together and give you a few pieces that you have to kind of Piece together maybe on a rewatcher or just sitting talking after the movie so uh that often means an ending that if you're just looking for a popcorn flick won't be satisfying because um, it leaves you kind of with an unsettled feeling and a lot to unravel yourself but i really enjoyed that so rami malik is the is our is our young sport skip tiger slick detective you know what i mean and uh mm. Denzel Washington is our older, grizzled, seen some things and some stuff type detective. You I'm getting know. too old for this shit, detective. He Denzel looks like he's getting too old for this shit in this movie. And if I hadn't seen him so recently in the uh, My Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, kind of like behind the scenes, I'd be like, man, Denzel. But they purposely get, made him look very, uh, you know, old and and and, and very retired right he looks very retired yeah, um but acting wise come it's on you already know you already know what's going on i think i think rami did a good job of uh holding his own presence you know with with denzel a lot of times denzel can swallow whole scenes so i think uh and even jared leto you know in his what's scene what's up did a good job of uh you know, just really bringing the characters to life. Um, and it wasn't, like, too complicated of a movie. You know, it has a, it feels like Zodiac, but there's a lot of things about Zodiac that you're just kind of feeling confused the whole movie. Zodiac's this Zodiac's also a boring movie. Yeah, yeah, it depends. If you, also, if you really don't like dialogue, right? It's all dialogue. It's dialogue that's built around false suspense. False
0: sus- suspense. But you only know that because you've after the first time you've seen it. Yeah, nothing happens. It's very anticlimactic.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think, well, there's there's room to talk about shows like, um, what was it? The one True that was Detective. One the- no, no, it's True Detective. Always, I, well, except for brilliant. season, two. I don't know what the heck they did with season two. Yeah, You're season like, one, what? season
0: three, brilliant.
1: Yeah, but no, I was talking about the. Um, What was the one that we were just watching with the man, and then... Your Honor? ...just dies. No, right before Your Honor. His mistress enlightened. The what? The Enlightened? No, no, no. His homeboy and his mistress dies, and then they're trying to figure out who killed the mistress, and it could be the wife, the son. You don't remember this?
0: Oh, that's what I thought I was referring to.
1: It's not The Enlightened? Something like that? No, but that also has a very anticlimactic ending, and I feel like... A lot of, again, I feel like every time I'm on this podcast, I'm talking about something that ends like that, that's unsettling, that leaves you wanting more. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of people just aren't that way. A lot of people want, give me a conclusion. Give me closure. Give me, you know, a, let me know that it's time to roll credits before you just roll credits, right? So I dug it. Uh, I think people, I think you watch it. And if you go into it with anything, just know that, it, you know, Denzel is one of the most watchable people. I think in the world. So it's not, you're, going, you're not going to have a hard time getting through it. Um, unless maybe you put it on at night and go to sleep. Because it's hey, dark and dreary and, you know, it's good, great movie. Great flick. Great where, cinematic where else, what where up? else? I said, where else? Um somewhere in the jeff bezos conversation i was supposed to mention miss rosalind brewer who uh just left starbucks for walgreens i believe and became the only black woman to be ceo of a fortune 500 company so shout out to her Gunshots, uh, please. that's major moves you know what i'm saying we always support that type of that type of work that's hard so um but we need yeah i think i think we're talking in this country about Congress and the house of representatives and Kamala Harris becoming vice president and that being a landmark, but also leaving no women of color within the, I saw that. I saw that we can, we can, we can lick a shot for Kamala Harris. It might be even too appropriate though with her record on policing, you know what I'm saying? So we can revisit that topic another time, but, uh, yeah, man, I think, I think we need to continue to support our sisters that are doing amazing things. Um, so salute, shout out, love. Uh, we are, we are fanboys. Indeed. indeed.
0: And if we're going to keep congratulating people, shout out to Joe Bun for being on the executive, creative director, chief ethics, some, some at Patreon, some, some executive job, man. I think the more it's, 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 it's infiltrate, it's infiltrate uh, big money, man. You know, that's the move. Is being able to get as many of our voices into the positions of power to be able to determine the fair distribution of wealth into our people. Anytime anybody takes a step into that, we congratulated. Can I please get a gunshot? Please. Yes, sir. We are perfect, out here perfect.
1: We're out here for the creatives, man. You know what I'm saying? We're out here for the creatives. We're out here for just the person that wants in. I feel like for a lot of my life, I just I wanted in on a lot of things. I wanted in on a lot of some of them were dumb. I wanted in on poker. I wanted in on gambling. You know what I mean? I wanted in on just like yeah, Wall Street and you know buying stocks and there are various things that I've wanted in on, but felt like they specifically weren't for me. So shout out to all the people that are uh, kicking down doors into spaces that you know they've been peeking through windows in for a while.
0: Hey, man, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. And we know. Oh, we know.
1: We are more than aware. We know. Of how many options that y'all have with choosing a podcast, man. Look, look, man, it's podcast popping up all over the place, man. I saw a podcast yesterday on ring lights, just on ring lights. It's crazy, man. It was, it, was, it was deep. And I realized that I appreciate everybody who's listening to this, man y'all tuned into us y'all trying to figure stuff out with us then we know that you know that this is a celebration of life celebration of black life celebration of celebrating and it feel good to be black don't it feel good this way
0: my favorite thing
1: so look y'all man this is what I want y'all to do I want y'all if y'all in the shot if y'all in the shot city area bundle up cause it's cold you can watch the little things you can watch Malcolm and Marie. But just get right. Get you some soup. Get you some, Get right. And if you on the African side, then it's cold, too. It's negative three degrees over here, bro. It ain't cold over there. Look. Get nah, nah, nah. No, no, no. It's raining. Dude, it's raining, know.
0: dog. It's real. <laughs>
1: it's good. It's raining. I just advise self-care for everybody, man. Look, man. People are out here getting sick. People are out here, you know, just it's crazy times. Sit. Be still. I advise stillness. Now get on out of here, y'all, Live Nation, man. Y'all little rascals. Get on out of here. Go <laughs> ahead. <Y'all... laughs> Peace, love, water, we go.